Christianese Hot Topic. Hey, everybody. Guess what? This is not a repeat. It's not a dream. It's not a vision. This it's is not a, a drill, Dan. It's not a drill. It's a hot topic. Hot topic. I'm sorry we've been away from you guys for a while. We have, we have been off our game. We've been off our game. We've been on the run. You literally were, there was a warrant out for your arrest last week, so we had to lay low for a while. So let me just put this out there. So I escaped from a Colombian prison. Yeah. Uh, Look, I had a difficult time. For a short time, I converted over to Islam. Right. And I became a drug mule. Right. For the cartels. Right. Then I got saved again. Do you Uh, want to talk about meeting... the fact that Fidel's still alive in a Colombian jail. Right. Can we talk about that, so, or you yeah, want to kick that You know that what? I'll just road. for now. I did sign an NDA about that, but for sure. now I can say that Fidel Castro is alive. I can't say specifically where, but sure. I did. He was my cellmate. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No. I. You know what? In case you didn't realize that, I should probably clarify because there's some there's some folks in the audience who are probably right now calling the elder board. Yeah. Um, well, and the nice thing is we discontinued the elder hotline. So it just takes longer for them to respond. <laughs> Our elder SWAT team was for a time kicking indoors. <laughs> the elder SWAT to team. shut stuff like this down. Hey, two tango whiskey, go for Papa Bear. Roger that. The angry dwarf has taken the cheese over. Let's pray, and then we're gonna we're gonna blow the door. All right, I got snipers in the worship center. Stand by. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, no, we've just been off uh, doing life. It's been kind of crazy, but we are back for a hot topic. But but this is encouraging. We have some upcoming guests that are pretty cool. We actually have people coming. We do have people coming. It's in the, not just you and me. <clears throat> that's right. And and there's again, intentionality here. There is intentionality. And Brian will be here again at some point. But again, that trying trying to trying to get to it's hard. It's hard to get. You know, scheduled. Dan, when you're as important as the three of us are. Yeah. 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 <sighs> It's hard. Yeah. Hey, listen to this real quick. What What do you think this is? Did you bring that back from Colombia? I did. No, that's actually coffee. That's that's fresh coffee. It's not from Colombia. They make, they make coffee in Colombia this too, is, Dan. This is Ecuadorian. This oh. is, yeah, it's a nice spicy blend. <laughs> yes. This is called the Ricky Diaz blend. Hold on. So there's something I want to talk about, Dan. I just, just now, yes. literally just now, Mm-hmm. Came from church. It is the Lord's Day. We're taping this on a Sunday. We're taping this on a Sunday. Got in my car. Yep. Drove right here. Yeah. And uh, as I was in the car, but then especially coming into your house, I noticed... Were you driving the Lambo or the Ferrari? It was... I actually took my private jet. Oh, you did? It was only 30 seconds over here. (laughs) Okay, Um, good. Yeah. Right, sorry, I interrupted. Then I had to use the helicopter over here, though. <laughs> I mean, just but Grace that's one? a sign of the Lord's blessings. Yeah, you know? you? <laughs> uh, Grace one. Stand by. Grace one is coming in hot, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is often like a spiritual mash. But I'm driving over here and just noticing um, that I have my hands smell different, my collar smells different. <laughs> and for some people, that would be a sign of sordid. Interaction, yeah. but what I'm noticing is I smell like Christian fellowship. I shook a bunch of hands today. Wait. I hugged some brothers and sisters in the Lord, Wait, hold and I on. walk away smelling. That's Chanel, is it? And high karate mixed well, somebody's together. Somebody's doing well for themselves if they're wearing Chanel. But seriously, like I smell like five different people. You, you, you does smell, that ever happen to you? You smell a fellowship. I smell a fellowship. I don't know that I've had that close of interaction of fellowship. Are, I probably, if you're not hugging, what are you doing? Well, I'm hugging, but I kind of do the half hug. You know, the guy uh, kind of yeah, half yeah. like I don't do a full embrace. Well, it is to 2019. Me, you need to be careful. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not even that I'm afraid of that. It's just I'm afraid of my masculinity being you are being judged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I kind of give the man a side hug. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> my masculinity hey, being judged. Yeah. Are you one of those guys, because I do this too, where I kind of like flex when somebody oh, yeah. touches my arm? I flex and I try to get my traps as big as now I can. Now that they're, you know, they're seeing right through that, they're like, there's nothing here. Are you <laughs> flexing? There's nothing here. <laughs> Are you fle- <laughs> there was a tautening of the tendon, but nothing, nothing happened. Uh, I don't even know if my tendons work anymore. I'm wondering, though, if we shouldn't develop a, a line, you, the fellowship, or something like that. Oh, that's Cologne good. Christians. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. We could call it a hedge of protection. We should. We absolutely should. That, this no, happens almost be... every week. I go home and it's like, wow, that is that's not a good combination. Yes, interesting. So well, maybe, and I, I think on Sundays too, there probably is more cologne than there is on Saturdays. Per capita, there is. Yeah, yeah, because um, that's early in the morning. It hasn't worn off yet. It's when we go to Saturday service usually, and it's Saturday service. I think by the end of the day, a lot it's of more boe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cologne is worn off. Right. I think. Right. Well, and there's a little bit of an older demographic in our context on Sundays, yeah. And they right. sometimes they're heavy-handed with the <laughs> with the sense. They take a broad swath of uh, yeah, old spice, they make the cloud, and then jump through it. So that's where I'm at. I <laughs> that's I'm great, just, man. I smell a lot of it. That's fantastic. Well, so if I smell like uh, a six-year-old lady, yeah, I want you to know it's not necessarily by choice. Sometimes okay. it is. Today, yeah, 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 it was incidental. You are from Ohio, so I would say normally I wouldn't suspect anything if you smelled like a sixty-year-old lady. Well, I, think I use mothballs pretty heavily. Yeah, <laughs> that's a horrible indictment on Ohio. I just made. That's you're not wrong though. Really? Jeez. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? I grew up in Ohio. <clears throat> I know you did. I love one, Ohio. Uh, one out of every two people uses mothballs there, and the other <laughs> the other person who doesn't is a manufacturer. Oh, I love Ohio. I got to get back to Ohio, man. Yeah, you used to go to Toledo a bunch, right? Toledo is the deal. I really like. We had a supporting church in Toledo. You did, so I've been there a couple times and driven through it, but I haven't spent much time there. Because it, you know, went through some difficult times. But when you're back next time, if you have a chance, I'm I'm not kidding you. They've got the sweetest little baseball stadium, Mudhead mm-hmm. Stadium, which, which is my hat right yep. here. Yep, Mudhead Stadium, and then surrounding it are these cool little businesses that have popped up, like great little restaurants and bars, and it's just. It's an amazing town, man. It's on its way back, and they've got a, a along the river there. They've got some some new high rise kind of places built, oh, and nice. you can sit out and eat and look over on the river. It's. Do you mean milk bars? <laughs> yes, I do. Okay, I mean you I want to clarify for audience. Yeah, 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 no, no. It's it's non fat, and then there's whole milk as well. Okay. I mean, oh, so you're I doing whole? Oh yeah, wow, I don't, you're I don't doing the hard re- stuff. I don't recommend whole milk unless you're on a full stomach. Seriously, because you can't drive home. You can't drive home. You cannot do you it. You know, a lot of people make that mistake. They have Absolutely. one or two full milks, whole milks, and yeah. then they yeah, get pulled yeah. over. <laughs> You know, but speaking of minor league baseball, you know me, I'm not very patriotic. It sounds like a, a, a bit, doesn't it? Hey. hey, everybody, master you know, of the segues. Speaking of minor league baseball, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not terribly patriotic because I yeah. grew up outside of the country. Right, right, I'm right, right. genuinely befuddled by uh-huh. patriotism. Um, but I feel my most American at yeah. minor league baseball games. Like, yeah, yeah, I get a swell oh, of absolutely. pride absolutely. in my country then. Have you driven across the country ever? Like, and spent- I never have. I mean, I've okay. driven. Raising support of my parents, we saw most of the country. Well, I guess you we did. got up to like Oklahoma. How old were you at that time? Nine, eight, eight or nine. I would say it's time for you and the family to strategically. There's some people I know at church who do this. Like they will fly into a certain point and then from there drive to surrounding yeah. areas to, until they've seen kind of the whole country. Right. It is the most amazing thing. Not necessarily so you could become more patriotic, but just to see. Like I don't what, know though. My kids aren't white. Do you think that? Um, you know, that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah. 
I think about that. <laughs> no, dude, I'm telling you, this country, that, that is the thing that I've enjoyed the most is driving across the country and seeing all of the places like the Toledos, like the Kansas Cities, um, the, the tiny yeah, little places yeah, like yeah. Hebron, Kentucky, where I go for this ventriloquist convention I do. I mean, it's just, <laughs> and it's right across the river from Cincinnati, so then we go into Cincinnati. Yep. I mean, it's just like, and it, what you can't have more different things than Cincinnati to Kentucky. I mean, honestly, Hebron. they're they're so close. I love but they're different. the Midwest, though. Oh, I yeah, really I think. I do, too. Um, you know, like we've talked about before, jokingly, that yeah. some people think the 1950s was like the, the righteous right, era right. in America. Which Does, is, that's not true. It's not. But I do kind of feel like righteousness resides in <laughs> yeah. the Midwest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They're just... No, absolutely. They're kind people. They're they're the ones churning out the whole milk. They you are. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They're, they're pushing it. No, I agree. It's I, but once you see that man, you will have more of an appreciation. I think even not that you're going to be you know super patriot, but um, which there would be nothing wrong with that. If There's you nothing are. wrong with that. I man. am super patriot. You're, that's why we balance each other out really well <laughs> in our friendship marriage. <laughs> our our friendship marriage. Um, yeah, I, I I love the Midwest too, though, and. Uh, Gosh, I, that, now, now I'm thinking about that. I, I just want to, like, I always have in the back of my mind, like, we should just go to Milwaukee. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, just because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, hey, how you doing? You know what would be great there, too, is then going to church there. Oh, We've yeah. done that on a couple vacations where yep. actually, like, when we went to Orlando when R.C. Sproul was still alive, we went to Disney World, and then that Sunday we went to his church. Oh, really? And listened to him preach. That's pretty great. And it was, and you know what's cool about it? The people couldn't have been kinder to us. They're all a very different way they worship. Very yeah. dressed up. Right. Um, the music is much different than ours. It's very traditional, a choir with long robes and mm-hmm. everything. But uh, there was no room for us at the end. I mean, that place was packed to the rafters, and they couldn't have been kinder. Everybody gave up their seats. Some of the regulars stood in the That's back amazing. and let us sit down. Our sc- and we were a scrubby looking little family because we were dressed to go to theme parks. You guys had like your Disney ears on, and dude. All that. Yeah. We couldn't. We looked like the biggest hobos that had ever shown up in a chair, and they couldn't have been kinder. And then at the end, when we walked back, RC stands in the back, and he had, his emphysema was horrible at that time. Yeah, and he was—I could see it. I could see him taking oxygen before he went up in the pulpit. But he oh, became wow. a new man when he stood up there. All of a sudden, like something happened, he stood up straight, and he had energy. And then when he was in the back of the room, same thing. When he was greeting people on the way, he and I talked about. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers a little bit because he's a big football fan. That's awesome. And it was just it was it was the coolest experience. But that's another fun thing is like when we go to Colorado, we'll go to different little churches, and it's so interesting to see because it gives you a great idea of the Big C Church because you're right. so used to one way of worshiping. Yeah, and then you see well, our way is the right way. I mean, well, of course. Fine. I mean yeah. that goes without of saying. Course. That's okay. But yeah, no, that's a, how do we get on that? That's a wow. Look at you that. know what, Dan? This is just <laughs> meandering fellowship. Hot topic, but yeah, you know I think you talk. Us a softball there, and I just wanna, I wanna knock that sucker out of the minor league park here. You see how I just wrapped all those pieces I together? Like that? Look at that! <laughs> oh, hey, Jerry! It's like we should do this for a living. Yeah, um, really. Disney, you just oh, yeah. were at the land of Disney, but more importantly, yeah. you visited Star Wars. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Let's get it right. Oh, is it? Ga- okay, I'm, you, you're wearing a shirt right now, right, so right. I can actually read so, it. So here's the whole of Black Spire Outpost. Black Spire Outpost. On the planet of Tatooine. No. Mordor. No. I'm out. Something brand new. Batu. Oh. So what they did. So, okay, let me just tell you first of all. Tell me. If everybody needs to go to this at some point. It is it is the Would most you say it's like it's like Mecca, like every able bodied person should get there? One hundred percent. Sometime yeah. in your lifetime. Right. You right. should get the it is it is so cool. The detail is so amazing. So you get you get to the park, uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, 
Black Spire Outpost. They decided what they wanted. How many to do. names are they slapping on this thing? A I'm like exhausted. Names. Now. So Galaxy's Edge is the official the title. Two Galaxy but Edge. Black Spire Outpost is the area that you're in, and it's very much like Tatooine. It's like um, you've been there. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. I was. At, we guys did vacation there a couple years. Oh ago. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. AAA has a great deal to Tatooine. <laughs> uh, it's a complete package with a rental car. Trip was amazing. For yeah. You. Uh, for a land speeder, and it's it's amazing. Um, I rode a Tauntaun my first time there. Did you? Yeah. And it was hard because Tauntauns are used to colder climates. They are. And it died after I rode it for five minutes. Did you slice it open? I did, and I got inside of it. It doesn't smell as bad as Han said. Yeah. I I don't know that I believe that. <laughs> I don't know that I believe that. So the idea was, I just read this great article about it because my son, who's studying business, he wants to work at Disney someday. So he researches all the, he's researched this thing. The only reason we got into the park is because he got online right. at school early in the morning, which is amazing because he doesn't rise until 11 o'clock usually. He was he up at three. Later class. He was up at three in the morning, whatever it took to register. You had to register online to be <laughs> eligible to be able to go to this. Or you That's had right. To, you had to have like an invitation only kind of thing. Or you had to stay at one of the hotels for $7,000 uh half of the day and then 7000 for the rest of the day. So it's a for- total of $14,000 a day for the, the hotel. That's worth it, though. Yeah, that's worth it. It's Black Spire Outpost. But anyway, so he got us in. So we you could only go until the 24th. You can only go if you have a time, a registered time. Our time was 2 to 6. He got it. I couldn't believe it for the whole family. So anyway, I, so he's researching, and I've gotten into it now in research. So the whole idea was they wanted to do this land for Star Wars, but something that didn't tie to any of the movies, that left it open. So oh. they could, as movies come and go in the Star Wars universe, they could add and subtract characters and then bring in old characters that would make sense. But they wanted to have something kind of along the vibe of, you know, what what you would have on Tatooine. What, what was the... Uh, where the cantina was. What was that whole uh, town? I can't remember the name of it now. It's escaping me. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, they wanted something that had a vibe like that where people who wanted to be off the grid would be. And mm-hmm. and so this, they created this planet Batu and Black Spire Outpost, which used to, here's the lore behind it. Um, am I born? Have I lost you yet? I am literally clinging on every <laughs> word that you say. Okay, so they wanted they wanted somewhere where people off the grid, pirates and, and the like would go and hang out. So the, the legend of Black Spire Outpost is it used to be a hopping place before hyperspace or hyperspeed was mm. discovered. So before, Not unlike many American towns along Route 66. Exactly. But that's, right? that's the great parallel because, again, so many things in the Star Wars universe, like all the fights, the dogfights between uh, X-Wing fighters and TIE fighters, that was all inspired by 40s. Uh, the 1940s newsreel footage of oh. real battles, like in I didn't the air- know that. Yeah, aerial battles, like you would see between the Nazis and between um, the Japanese fighters and Americans. So all that—that that was how George Lucas kind of conceived all these battles in space. So there, there usually is a real-world uh, kind of inspiration to all of the Star Wars stuff. So yeah, a lot like that. They want somewhere where ne'er do wells would would hang out, and and so anyway, this this whole land was created with that in mind. So before hyperspace was created, that was a major hub where people had to stop it was mm-hmm. hopping well then once hyperspace or hyperspeed was invented this place became kind of nowhere yeah. but it's a great place for people who don't want to be known and want to be off the grid and so a lot of pirates a lot of people for uh, the first order and 15,000 tourists exactly mixed in yeah. there uh, it's a great place to hide in plain sight so anyway that's the whole conceit behind this thing and it is the detail is absolutely phenomenal what they've done with this place and the minute you walk in it's so weird because it's just and all and to see the ships too the thing that struck me is the minute you walk in 
there's a, a first order ship that's there, and you're so used to in the movie seeing them, you're like, oh yeah, this stuff is not to scale the way Main Street is, where it's kind of a little bit smaller. Yeah, these are full size spaceships on top of buildings what? in the middle of, and it's so. And then when you turn the corner and you see the Millennium Falcon, where the Smuggler's Run ride oh, is, yeah. dude, to see the Millennium Falcon full size, and then it's every- the only. I was reading last night. Yeah. It's the only full size. It's it's the only time the Millennium Falcon is only. I can't talk. <laughs> I'm still overcome with emotion. It's the only time the Millennium Falcon has been made into a full size model. Is that right? That's the only one in the world. Ever. Are you serious? Yeah. You I mean, aside from the the real one, because it's really happened. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Because right. it's a history book. Right. Uh, yeah. It's and then every few minutes it'll spew out some steam or something, you know. So it's like, does the 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 Hatch door descend. It it's in descended position. I don't know okay. if it actually works. I, and I wouldn't be surprised at some point. I was talking to our friend uh, from church who is a Disney a Disney person. Yeah, I don't know if I should mention his name on the air because I don't want to get him in trouble or whatever. Well, let's be careful. Yeah, but anyway, NDAs. He, he was saying he wouldn't be surprised at some point if that's going to become a hotel room the way you can <gasps> stay. You know, above the castle, there's a little room if you pay a wait. Is there? Yeah, there's a there's a, a a room where you can stay for the night. It's this deluxe hotel suite in the in the castle at the end of Main Street. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah, there is. What does that go for? Yeah, I have no idea. I think you have to be a VIP, and I don't know how how much it is. But anyway, he said he wouldn't be surprised if at some point they do something like that inside the Falcon. Uh, And I think, I don't know if he's heard wrong. So the ride's not in there. No. It appears to be you're in this long queue, and by that time, you're kind of confused as to where you are. But the ride is behind that. But... Here's the thing that is truly Dude, people amazing. People would pay a billion Wouldn't dollars they? to I sleep would. in the Millennium Falcon. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. So here's what's cool about this Smuggler's Run ride. You get in there. First of all, the queue is fantastic. It's got an audio and animatronic character that I'm not familiar with because I um, I, I was not a big fan of the Clone Wars because uh-huh. it came out when I was an adult. Well, you uh-huh. see something that's uh, hinky there? No, no. I'm just looking at the time. Oh, man. my gosh. But We're I, already I, at 18 I minutes. I have bad eyes. Oh, yeah. 18 minutes. I got minutes. a squint. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. So, uh, so the, the amazing thing about this ride is you you get in there. There's an amazing audio animatronic character, which I'm told is one of the most advanced ever. Now he talks to you. He's a uh, I can't remember his name, but he's a character from the Clone Wars. Okay. Um, but well, anyway, that's cool. They brought in some Clone Wars stuff. Yes, exactly. So, but it's really really cool. And then when you get in this ride, I mean. I was exhausted at the end of it because <laughs> you go in, in in groups of four or five, and one of you is an engineer, two pilots. One handles the side-to-side action. One handles up and down. But the down is up and the up is down. Okay. So you're completely confused. So like if you want to go down, intuitively you would pull the stick down. No, you got to push it up and go down, and it's so confusing. But anyway, it's a virtual reality ride, but then there's people who are manning the guns, the guns too and have to fire. It is the most... I I thought I was going to have a stroke on this thing because it's <laughs> the screen is huge in front of you and you're right there it feels you're real. in the little cockpit and this thing I swear goes on for like 12 15 minutes and you're and they're talking to you telling you how to navigate this thing and I don't even really remember the ride that wait, well wait. It, the ride goes on for 15 yes. minutes uh, it felt like I don't know how long it goes on but it That's it, great cuz I feel like most rides you wait an hour and a half for yes. and it's Two minutes. Max. That is not how this is. You totally feel like you are right there, and and so much so, and I'm sure they they vary it each time. But I would have to go back and ride that probably twenty times to even feel like I could enjoy the ride because I was so you're immersed in this universe. That's cool. It is the most amazing. And then at the end, so if you do poorly, as I did <laughs> and my family did, we walk out. And so if you do well, the ship is in good shape. As you walk out, they take you through some other entrance, and ours, the ship sees battle damage. So literally, stuff's hanging from the ceiling. Sparks are spewing out. Like, you know how when Chewie would get mad and try to fix all this? So it reflects the battle damage that you did by doing poorly. It's unbelievable. Incredible. Isn't that incredible? 
Yeah. Okay. Fourteen thousand dollars seems like a small price to pay them. <laughs> so now, what they're going to do too, as the, as it goes on, is once you have like if you do poorly on that, as you go out in the park, somehow they've got something that's going to track you. And when you go into the canteen and stuff, they have actors who are dressed up as people from the planet or whatever. They're going to harass you about how poorly. So they're going to know who you are. And by the same token, if you did well, you're going to be, get these credits that are going to allow you to do something with it, whether it's purchase food and beverage in the park or whatever. Uh, it's it's what? incredible. Yeah, and there's a whole interactive feature that my son unlocked, and he got all these credits to get stuff. And we're not sure how you use it yet, and I think they're still figuring it out. But it never goes away, so you always have it on this app. Oh, my word. It is it is so phenomenal. So, like, people are just going to go spend all day there, even though yeah. there's only one ride. Right, right. It's right. like an immersive world. But the most important thing, bringing it back to Christianese, is that this is all a parable because it was the first time it was created. It's just like Genesis. Dan, that is so powerful. Thank you. I literally am not going to go to church next week because I just feel like <laughs> I heard a sermon. I had to justify it, didn't I? Wow. And for you, there's a hot dog place that is amazing. Danny told me. It's, but it's like Ronto, a Star Wars dog, Yeah, right? Ronto's Roasters. So it's these big, huge hunks of alien meat being roasted by a rocket. Uh-huh. And you go up there. and But this hot dog, is so, it's sausage. It's not a hot dog. It is so amazing in a pita stuffed with like, I think it was like coleslaw or something, but it's, it is yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. But it should be because it's twelve ninety nine. Whoa, do you get a commemorative cup too? Uh, no. You, commemorative hot dog sleeve? No, you also have to give them your firstborn. That's fine. So it's a lose-lose for you, but yeah. it's a win for them. Well, I mean. Because then those children become slaves for You lose a tax break, but also children are expensive. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know. That's true. I heard that yeah. you can buy a programmable R2-D2 for $25,000. It's only $25,000. But that's literally $25,000. Yeah. Like if you rolled up and whipped your checkbook out, right. you also could walk back to your car with R2-D2? Correct. You know somebody did that. Uh, like you know at least one person I did think that. Lil Wayne did that and I think uh, 2 chains. Well, he's rare. Yeah, he is very rare. Uh, and I think a lot of rappers are going to do that probably. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know who has that kind of money. You'd have to be somebody. Who, but it's it's cool. We watched him in action, and this R2 is completely programmable. He makes all the same sounds. It's really, it's and, cool. Like, drives around? Drives around. Yeah, he's mobile. Yeah, that'd be, that, I could justify that. That's a write-off, right? That's a write-off. <laughs> That's a write-off. Just yeah. write it off, yeah. Uh, yeah, so here's the thing. I use this R2-D2 when for, I preach. It's for business. Yeah. yeah it uh, helps me with counseling and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> He's a baptism R2-D2. So anyway, I think uh, it, we're at the end of our time here for a hot topic, probably. I just want to keep talking about this. I know, me too, but we'll talk off the air. And then I, I want to tell people, too, make sure that you tune in coming weeks, because we do have some phenomenal guests. Yeah. And if you've gotten fatigued with us farting into the mic, as we have, uh, you're you're well within your rights to do so. We probably fatigued ourselves. But we have real people coming to talk about real things. Yeah, yeah. We got somebody coming to talk about mental illness who uh, is both a pastor and a certified counselor. That's right. Licensed counselor. Uh, wonderful perspective on that. We got a, an author. Coming. Yeah, Jay Warner Wallace, who uh, wrote Cold Case Christianity. He's a former cold case detective and got saved uh, while he was on the job using his same skills as a detective to mm. investigate the, the truths of Christianity, and he got saved. And he's an amazing apologist and mm. writer and an adjunct professor at Biola. He's going to be on talking about an article he wrote recently. Right. So that's going to be really interesting. Great. And we have lots of, uh, lots of other things in the hopper, so it's going to be a lot of fun. But you know, Dan, yeah. as fun as all that is, yeah. nothing really beats checking our voicemail. Let's do that real quick, shall we? Let's kick it over to that. Well, hello, Dunderheads, Tweedledee and Tweedledummer. This is Churchy McGrumpetchin, 
Let me just tell you one thing. You make me sick, both of you. You smug, idiotic, irritating, like a like a rash that I had back in art six. I just wanted to let you know I'm starting my own church. Yeah, I am because I'm sick to death of other people's selfishness. If I, yeah, I swear, if I have to hear another crying baby or the sound of somebody scratching themselves next to me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. When I go to church, when I, let me tell you, when I go to church, it's about what I can get out of it, not that putting up with a bunch of idiots. Speaking of idiots, did I mention that you two suck eggs? Anyway, I'm off to find a church that'll be missing the one thing I hate most in the whole world. People. Yeah, have a good day. Grace to you. Wow. Well, it takes all kinds, right? <laughs> it does, Dan. It takes, Thank you. I just made that up. It takes all kinds. Yeah. I tell you what, I am going to go home and shower to wash the fellowship off. Good. Um, good, 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 good. And then I'm going to start a, a GoFundMe to get R2D2. <laughs> that sounds Let's good. On that. All right. Hey, as always, please uh, give us a, uh, a five star review on iTunes. If we'll you settle would. for 4.3. Yeah, 4.3. Give us a nice uh, little uh, little review there. We're on Spotify. We're, we're everywhere. I do think we have one listener. We have one listener on <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> we found out we have one listener on Spotify. We, we salute you. We are thankful you. for you. We are thankful for you. Thank you so much. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email with comments, with concerns, with questions, with future guest ideas. If you have an interesting story, and you want to be a guest. Or if you want to send us 25000 to get R2-D2. Please. And that's the most important thing. That's Please email us at blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. Blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. Come, come. All right, everybody. That's a hot topic. Uh, it's good to see you here at Christian Easy, though we can't really see you because it's not a visual medium. It's an audio medium. This is literally, but you know what it is, Dan? Yes. It's ear candy. Coming in your hot ear. This is Christianity's Hot Everybody, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Maybe not. We'll cut all this out. Or will we? <laughs> this might be bonus material you didn't pay for. That's like finding an extra couple fries in the bag. Am I right? Hot Topic. <laughs>